Man, we got to start using Apple Cash. Okay. Why? It's so easy and convenient. Apple Cash lives in messages. All right. So I could pay you in the convos we're already having. Not forget a payment or have the money sitting somewhere just collecting dust. Oh, that is nice. And then you can use that cash right away and buy stuff at like a store with Apple Pay. I don't have to do all the bank transfer stuff? No, it's just right there. It's easy, convenient, and secure. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? See how easy that was? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile, and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-C-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. This episode is brought to you by Accounting Plus. Here's a story that's 100% true. And it's about how accounting is a great choice of career. Here's the facts. With accounting, you'll have flexibility, great pay, and the kind of lifestyle you've always dreamed of. It's a lifestyle that's less math and spreadsheets and more traveling, personal and professional growth, and making a positive impact on your family and community. Want to start an exciting new chapter? Accounting Plus provides free resources that will help guide you to a successful career in accounting and personal freedom. Do more. Live more. Visit joinaccountingplus.com. Good evening, gentle listeners, and welcome to Distractable, a Wood Elf production with your hosts, Wounded Wade, Militaristic Mark, and Bombardier Bob. This week, the vivacious voluptuaries violently and volubly vent their vexations on the vile and the villainous. Yes, it's time for Fuck You Energy. Please prepare the earmuffs and enjoy the show. Welcome, one and all, to the only podcast that you need to listen to today, Distractable. Thank you for being here. You're welcome. You made the right choice. You made the right choice. And wait, you made the right choice by showing up today. Thank you. Bob, that choice is questionable. I'm not 100% uh, sure if you made the right choice. I was just saying, I'm not sure if I'm in the... I, I don't know. I have mixed feelings. Wait, yeah. did I win already? No, 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 no. Wait, that's not what I'm saying. That was a great episode. Thank you for hosting, dude. No, Thank no, you, no, everyone, no, for wait. listening. I no, think this was no. a well-earned win. Well, that seems unfair. That doesn't seem right at all. I'm going to give 50 points to uh, the narrator, uh, known as Baltimore. Oh. Who does the interest to this? So if you guys can beat that... Before the end of the episode, you can win. Otherwise, uh, Baltimore will win by default and we'll have to host the next episode. Damn. Huh. All right. Well, he deserves it. You know, that was a good fought win. Uh, congrats to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks for having us. I guess see you guys later. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. Oh. Stay, stay with me. I got to okay. my keychains. Uh, will put in the sounds of dangling keychains. <laughs> you got somewhere to be or something, Wade? Yeah. You busy? Huh? Trying to get out of here. Oh, no. I just uh, thought it was a good episode. I really enjoyed the topic. I thought we had some thoughtful discussion, but if we're not done yet, let's go. Let's, give me let's, a summary of what, what it was, Wade. Uh, I can't remember. I'll give you five points if you give me a good summary. 
Okay, well, it started off with you in the opening, and you introduced us, uh, and then you had a really good topic prepared, I thought. Uh, Bob, I loved your titles and the discussion you had, and then I thought I did pretty well. And ultimately, you know, Baltimore, with that great opening, ended up getting the win. Uh, then we promoted our channels, and we left. Some good ad reads in there, too. Really top tier this, this episode. All wrong. Even the ad reads. Negative five points. Wow. Some terrible episode. All right. No one, no one liked it. Everyone's already hated it. Anyway, so... I'm going to get this started off very soon. But first, how are things? What funny stuff have you seen on the internet today? Oh, I didn't know there was going to be such a specific topic for small talk today. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, funny stuff I've seen on the internet. I saw that TikTok account that I told you guys about, There I Ruined It, made a version of Chop Suey, uh, except it was done in like a bluegrass style. And it was great. That does sound great. It's very funny. That sounds fantastic. I like that. I saw an image of this alien person, dude, kind of like side-eyeing, but he looks like really disgusted. He's got his hands up uh, like he's grossed out. And the caption is, doing the dishes and a piece of food touches your hand. <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> I described yeah. it best I could, but I'll give you guys the visual here. That's for you, audience. Look at your screen now. It's on your screen. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I suppose we could probably talk at this point. Um, we're trying to do this experiment on the YouTube channel, if you are subscribed over there, uh, where we have uh, little, I guess, live streams for members over on the YouTube channel, um, where we'll have like some boner, boner casts. Not boner casts. Some boner content. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, boner cast. No, no, I missed no, no, that no, show. No, that doesn't exist. It never existed. It wasn't actually You guys a should thing. bring back the boner cast. That was the best <laughs> thing you ever did. I just want to say. You remember that podcast that you totally did for a long time, long time. Yeah, bye, boners. I love that one. Yeah, I can't believe you canceled that show. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> All right, well, if you guys like Three Peens in a Pod, we're going to bring back some of that energy over on the YouTube channel. Um, details either have already been released or will be released in the very near future. Just keep looking around you. Spin in a 360 until you find it. Or run frantically forward until you find it. Exactly. Searching. No matter what. <laughs> billboard to billboard until you find the one billboard we play somewhere on Earth that describes all the information probably about the thing Mark was talking about that's definitely out there, probably. That is literally... I we scrapped the billboard. Did we do that? <laughs> I mean, that, what Bob just described is literally the billboard strategy for space, which was just like, what's the cheapest billboard <laughs> in the middle of fucking nowhere where we could put a goddamn on the ground with Bob or in space with Mark billboard? <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe they didn't put uh you on there i know i could have been I your know. bob i know uh, oh man but it would have been good they could have even used that thing from that thing that we filmed that's not out yet or no it is out now but i don't know if i can talk about where i'm dressed like a farmer boy with a thing oh you could talk about it yeah. where I'm a, I'm a farmer with a jug yeah i get on the ground with bob it's perfect could have done the it media is already out there never did like idiots unbelievable i've had the song stuck in my head since we first filmed <laughs> the big the, like god that's been stuck in my head i'm so glad i can listen to it on repeat now yeah were you there for that no but i uh, we got to watch some of the oh, okay. stuff yeah. that you guys did oh my god the oh. captain <laughs> is back and here we are in space. How completely insane is that? Amazing. Like, whatever. Cool. Whatever, man. Anyway, I'm... yeah, you go go watch it if you want to hear it. I'll give you two points for that, Bob, for making me remember that. All right.
I'm the one who's talking about space this week. It's usually Wade. Yeah. I think I lost points when I talked about it. What is this bullshit? Uh, Wade minus two points. You gotta, you gotta do it right. Okay. That's gonna be one of the. I should have put on leather if I would have known it would have been like this today. Minus one point. <sighs> Good. All right. So it's. <laughs> It's Baltimore at 50, Bob at 2, Wade at negative 8 to start off this episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's like we're having a new house next week. Yeah, high stakes, high stakes, high stakes. Okay. Well, I do love the topic. In space is a good topic, Mark. No, 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 no. All right, yeah. <laughs> Surprisingly, for the sixth week in a row, we will not be talking about space. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Is the topic Markiplier? Are we talking about Markiplier stuff? Uh, it, not particularly, no. Um, we're talking about something that's kind of near and dear to my heart, and I think that all of us have experienced this in one way or another throughout our lives more than once, probably, depending on what kind of person you are that's a lot of build-up i'm nervous now it's, what if it's I pretty build-up what if i didn't so, am i bad uh, you, you might have you might have but if you <sighs> didn't it'd be a little strange okay, okay okay so i'm gonna start it off with a little story we're gonna go back uh to yonder year of i believe this is 2012 uh, Wait, did you announce the topic? I zoned out there. I'm going God, to. This is a preamble okay, story. Good. Minus two points. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> so this Should is a I get a point for honesty? Nope. Okay. Just hurry up, Mark. We're losing them. He's fading. <laughs> We're going back to 2012. Uh, this is very shortly after I started my own YouTube channel. And I would like to preface this. Like, you guys know me, like, uh, negative comments, like, hate, stuff like that. It doesn't really phase me. But there are occasions where I look at something and I'm like, well, that's just not right. But that's just wrong. That's not the topic. But the story is, I think this was like, yeah, actually, I'm looking at it right now. It was eight months after I started my channel. I made a post on a subreddit called R Let's Play, which was surprisingly a subreddit about Let's Plays, mm. video game videos, you know, Whoa. stuff like that. Um, it's where I first like looked up information about how to make them. Uh, there was this great post from Northern Lion, who is apparently killing it nowadays. Uh, all of a sudden, I hear him being mentioned all the time. Northern Lion is a YouTuber that I've actually I watched way back in the day. I haven't followed with his videos, but um, I got some initial advice from posts that he made on this subreddit. So eight months into my YouTube journey, I had just hit 50,000 subscribers, which compared to now is like doesn't seem like a lot but even back then well, it and does to me it, 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 it is 2012 it's a lot it's a huge number it was a big milestone for me and it was a culmination of a lot of work so in honor of like that post from northern lion i wanted to make a post on the subreddit to detail some information that i had gleaned out of the process a lot of it is outdated because you know i only eight months in what could i really know but i wanted to try to help right so i made a post and i made a video following it up and i was like i, I made a video talking about this um i talked about how i i lost my first channel you know i got some success with some viral videos but for the most part I had some advice and it was like I was talking about like endlessly connect with your audience you know enjoy what you're doing because I would leap out of bed and whatever and I also pointed to Northern Lions post about this you know in terms of hey you guys like there's a lot of great information about the deeper algorithm behind YouTube and stuff like that general advice right sure and so I put this out there in what I was assuming was a selfless way of like, I just want to help. And there were uh, some people that were like, hey, congrats. you like, yeah, that seems great, whatever. And then there were some people that were saying things like, oh, holy shit, you are the most cringe uh, PewDiePie copy, like all this other stuff. And that didn't bother me because that generally doesn't bother me. What bothered me 
was the fact that I am going out of my way to try to help you. And all you can focus on is like just trying to insult my content, which I don't care if you don't like my content, but it's like, who are you benefiting here? I am literally someone that has found success and I'm trying to help others find success. And so what it amounted, Ooh. what it amounted to is like, <laughs> this episode is not so much about like receiving hate or, uh, or like responding to hate. It's about Fuck you energy, right? Mm. It's about that feeling when someone tells you that you can't do something or don't deserve something that you have done or you have somehow cheated the circumstances to do that thing that you have done and you use that and you harness it inside of yourself and you channel that into your future and let it consume your entire being until you do that thing that someone said you can't be done. And then the moment of satisfaction of when you can look back and I actually dug up this post it is nine years old so i can look at and still there and the comments are still there and it's just like <laughs> where are you now look at me and look at you look at me and weep weep at my magnificence this is probably the pettiest example of fuck you energy so this could be stories of really petty things they could be grandiose things that have changed uh the the pathway of your life they could be anything like that and i'm gonna keep it very open like whatever you have been wrong whether it's something super serious something funny something silly like this that doesn't really matter or something that has impacted your life in a profound way i would love to hear it so you can decide if i'm going to go first or not but i have a personal story that is similarly in the vein of this uh -huh. and um i'm not a, you guys know i'm not a very petty person i really stuff just sort of washes off my conscience my shoulders i don't know mm -hmm. i brought stuff off pretty easily uh but i've held on to this since 2006 and uh it's a similar sort of thing and i still think back to it and i don't have a nice uh, reddit post to go back to but i'm gonna call it go oh, yeah oh. <laughs> How about this? <laughs> um, okay. But I'll give Wade an opportunity if you have a thing on the top of your head, too, that you want to go start with. Uh -huh. So I've got a story I think I've touched on before, but I don't think I've ever gone into, like, the fuck you energy of it. Mm -hmm. There's multiple times that I've dabbled into that energy, and it's really nice whenever I do. It's very gratifying and satisfying whenever you succeed and you have that, like, chip on your shoulder. But I will title it... Um, hmm. I'll be your worst nightmare. Ooh, that is pretty good. Hmm. Okay. I like you didn't give it a lot of selling in the beginning. I will. I will perfectly admit you kind of undersold it. However, I'm gonna go with Wade's, and he's gonna get two points for that. For the title win. That's fair. That puts me at 47, I think. No, actually, it puts you at uh, negative eight. Was it negative ten? That was like negative eight already. <laughs> you lost two points oh, in God. the medium, but you got him back. Okay. Man, we gotta start using Apple Cash. Okay, why? It's so easy and convenient. Apple Cash lives in messages. All right. So I could pay you in the convos we're already having, not forget a payment or have the money sitting somewhere just collecting dust. Oh, that is nice. And then you can use that cash right away and buy stuff at like a store with Apple Pay. I don't have to do all the bank transfer stuff? No, nope, it's just right there. It's easy, convenient, and secure. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? See how easy that was? Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Guys, I found another subscription. It's not even one. They keep coming. What? That's crazy. But that's okay, because I could use Rocket Money. Uh... 
<clears throat> Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. Rocket Money can help you have full control over subscriptions, have a clear view of your expenses. If there's anything in there that says like, hey, please cancel this for me, don't press it. I'm going to go press all of those buttons. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all of the app's features. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash distractible. That's R-O-C-K-E-T-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. Rocketmoney.com slash distractible. You should get that, Mark. It's probably important. Oh, no way ebay motors is here for the ride remember when you first saw the potential you're talking about the potential the potential you thought to yourself a little elbow grease some fresh installs a little bit of love could transform that body full of rust into a baby that's all your own cars right yeah it wouldn't take much to transform my ride your ride's more like schrodinger's ride if you don't think about it it both does and does not exist it is possible but on ebay motors anything is possible with over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die you can make sure your ride stays running smoothly they got brake kits led headlights exhaust kits turbochargers bumpers whatever your baby needs ebay motors has it with ebay guaranteed fit they're guaranteed to fit your ride the first time every time or your money back plus at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's E-B-A-Y-M-O-T-O-R-S.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Well, I know I've talked about Buckeye Boys State before, right? Yep. Uh, yeah, we went down that rabbit hole. Yes. So part of what happened there was I wanted to be a lawyer at the time and eventually a judge. And whenever we were there, we started separating into like different paths that we might want to pursue. Part of the thing with the legal side of things was there was a bar association and they wanted somebody to be the head of the bar association. And like five or six people volunteered and it was going to be put to a vote as to who became the head of the bar association. So five or six people volunteered and they had either some, a couple one of them had like speeches prepared and some of the other ones were just like, I knew this was coming. I'm so excited. But you could also nominate somebody and the other person from our school just out of nowhere nominated me to be president of the bar uh-huh. and so everybody went was going through like their speeches as to why they should be president this and that and i was the last one because i was like the nominated one everyone else had volunteered for it i didn't volunteer for it but since i was nominated i got the last spot so the guy that goes before me walks up and he pulls out the, I, I swear to you it was three pages printed out stapled together of this speech and he kind of glanced he didn't read off of it he used it glanced off of it like he'd rehearsed this and his speech was talking about his view on the state of uh, the judicial branch and his dreams of how good it can be and his fears of the nightmares that it could become under improper leadership and greed and this and that and it was just this like thematic tied in he kept bouncing back to his point very dramatic and i was supposed to follow that up with nothing no preparation i didn't even know i was gonna do this thing but listen to this dude talk and there was just something about i don't know if you guys are as petty as me but sometimes you see a person and you can just feel the ego dripping off of them where like they can you can tell that they feel like they're holier than thou uh-huh. oh yeah and this guy had that about him and the way he was like reading and his like looking around and his dreams his nightmares and i was already kind of like stressed out I was like i gotta i gotta give a speech out of nowhere and then he came up here with this three-page prepared speech and like he was just dripping that energy and i was just like oh fuck you dude fuck your dreams fuck your nightmares i'm gonna beat you <laughs> <laughs> 
Wow. Wow. Like, I didn't even want to win this thing, but just the way he talked and his prepared speech and all of this, it was like, dude, I came here to have a good time and I don't have to deal with your shit. No, no, no. I'm putting I'm putting this to an end. I'm winning. I, I have to pause because I have to give more presence to the quote. Fuck your dreams. Fuck your nightmares. I'm going to beat you. <laughs> that <laughs> might be the hardest quote ever spoken on Distractable. I'm going to nominate it for it. And I'm going to give you five <laughs> points just for that. That is incredible. I, I I'm not I, I try to avoid competitive stuff because like I do I get competitive whenever it, you know push comes to shove I'm like you can push me so far but once I get pushed to a certain point I'm like all right now I'm gonna have to ruin your whole fucking life here we go mm. so this dude gave his speech and then he like you know a dramatic pause at the end people some people collapsed people were just like okay okay and then they all looked at me like step up there was like all right well uh how am I going to do this? And per usual, I just kind of went off the cuff. And I started off by literally just like calling his thing out. I was like, well, I don't have any speeches about dreams or nightmares or anything, but I can tell you what I'll do as president and how I'll help you. I feel like that might be more pertinent. <laughs> like I just shat on his thing. <laughs> and then I started detailing like how I would do like fund allocation and how what I want to do to help different like law firms, this and that. Like I just started talking out of my ass about the actual things I would do. Mm. And I pretty much won unanimously. I became the president of the bar. And then I ended up getting an award at the end of the, the thing for um, outstanding citizen. I got like three awards at the end of it. <laughs> Um, it was pretty, pretty cool. And uh, I had some family come up and get to see their awards get presented. But like the entire week, all I could think was like, that's right, dude. Not only did I win, but I'm going to be remembered as being one of the best presidents they had of the Bar Association. And going into it, I didn't even want it. I didn't even give a shit. Didn't volunteer for it. <laughs> it was just the way he talked. It set, like I had a whole week of just like... Oh, your dreams and nightmares. How your dreams and nightmares now, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? And you were remembered because I went to Boy State the year after, and all of the speeches for the bar uh, president of the bar position were referencing the president that they had last year and how they would never live up to that standard that was set. Uh -huh. That they were they were all aspiring after you. I don't believe you, but I hope it's true. Basically, became a demigod in the Buckeye Boy State <laughs> circle. <laughs> I don't believe you, but I'm gonna. And it's true and I hope it's oh, true it's but true. I, I remember I accepted that reward or the award I went up there in the I, I forget who it was some politician and then um I don't know if you guys know Matt Maupin I don't I don't think the general world knows Matt Maupin but he was a soldier who I think who died overseas and they couldn't find his body for a long time or something I don't even know if they actually ever found it but turns out I'm actually related to him but his family was there and they presented an award to me too which is kind of cool but i remember when i was receiving it all i could think of was like i hope you're watching i hope you're watching <laughs> now as i get this <laughs> oh wait i know you had doubts about whether this was fuck you energy this is 110 percent fuck you energy like absolutely and i love it it's not even deserved the dude didn't even do anything to me it was just the energy he gave off yeah just set something off in me where i was like i'm about to ruin this man's whole week no it it, it doesn't matter because yes it, <sighs> it doesn't have to be something significant it doesn't have to be tangentially related to what they said or why they said it or even if they never said anything that's the beauty of fuck you energy you just feel it through your bones and you must do it's like the universe is compelling you to take action and i, I just like that's great great story five more points i hope he's listening if you're listening right now fuck you man <laughs> i hope some guy out there in his adult life <laughs> hears this and is like oh yeah i did that oh i wanted to be president of the bar i had this great speech hey <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I poured my hopes and dreams into that speech. 
My mom helped me write it. He's probably like the nicest person in the whole world. Like this really sweet guy. And he was just nervous. And I completely misread it. And I built off this entire like thing off of like misreading someone's intention and personality. Uh-huh. I kind of hope that's the case, but yeah. Uh, I feel bad. I, I feel dirty having told that, but man. No, it no, felt... it's great. That's such a good story. That's so great. Because they may have they may have been an asshole just as much as they may have been a really nice guy. We, we don't that's really know. True. That's true. But fuck that, dude. I won. I won. I'm the better one of us. <laughs> I beat you. <laughs> the thing about this I will say, too, is that's a concerning energy if you direct it at the person. But the fact that you didn't, like, talk to them or give them any shit directly, that this is all for you and you got to feel that mm -hmm. is perfect because it really doesn't affect that person. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, exactly. Because you didn't hurt them. You were literally better than them. Yeah. That's all it was. You didn't have to beat them. Not unless I've got mental powers where they could feel the fire burning in their direction. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you had nothing to lose, right? I was only upset because they had a three-page prepared speech and I had to follow them up off the cuff. And I was just like, dude, I, what... What am I going to say to follow up this prepared speech of tied in the thematics and drama? And I, I just basically shat on them for like a second. I was like, I don't have any speech about dreams and nightmares. But uh, that was pretty much the extent of like me shitting on them out loud. Other than that, I just <laughs> moved on and talked about my business. But inside, man, it was seven days of I'm going to be the best and no one's going to stop me. Fuck your dreams. Fuck your nightmares. <laughs> I'm going to be your nightmares now. <laughs> I worked so hard that not only was I president of the bar, but me and four other dudes, we formed our own law firm. Um, we called it B-R-O-C-K. We used the first letter of our last names and made this Brock Law. I won't say everyone's last name. I still remember them. But uh, we were such a good law firm as well that the very last day of the event, because like I said, I was, I, I was busting ass to be the best here. The last day of the event, uh, the person who was elected governor of Ohio got a lawsuit dropped on his desk like an hour before the event ended. Did I tell you guys about this part? Real governor or wait? The no, this is all governor. fake, Mark, just to be clear. No, the, 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 the acting, the, okay, the boys just playing governor. Governor. Okay. The, boy, the boy governor. He governs the boys. <laughs> the boy who governs. <laughs> the boy come who to governs. lead. <laughs> um, man, Wade, you're on fire, man. I'm sorry for doing that. Two points for that. <laughs> <laughs> well, he got elected governor in the last day, like an hour before we closed up shop. Our families came for the last day. So like, you know, our families are like, oh, what are you guys doing? Oh, you have this, you're doing this. And this fucking piece of shit group waited till an hour before the event closed to drop a lawsuit on the governor's desk saying that his like campaigning used finances illegally or something wow and his legal team were basically just dudes that were like hanging out like his friends or something like they didn't know what the hell they were doing they didn't give a shit they were just like uh uh, uh we don't we, we i don't know what to do and the judge presiding over this i think wanted some of the the spotlight for like oh well my family's here they're gonna watch me preside over the governor being sued hell yeah and so they wouldn't like drop the case or postpone it because to give his team time to find any you know to do their job that's how it works yeah so they came to me he came to our law office an hour before we're supposed to close up shop this is like 30 minutes before before the trial he comes over and he's like hey i'm being sued uh for campaign finance mismanagement or whatever the hell it was called can you help me out and i looked at him i was like dude there's like 30 minutes what am i gonna do in 30 minutes and then i <laughs> i thought back and i was like you know what yes i can help and i will help <laughs> <laughs> that's just i was like my family's here too everyone's here 
I'm going to be a god. <laughs> you looked at him right in his face and you were like, fuck your dreams and nightmares. I'm gonna, and he was like, whoa, what? And you were like, no, no, not you. Not you. Well, don't worry. When he told me what the other group did. So I guess this is the second example. When he told me what the other group did, how they dropped at the last minute and the judge was eager to preside over the case and stuff. Uh, and they weren't willing to settle or do anything like they, they just wanted to sue him. I was like, that's a dick move. I'm going to be the bigger dick. I'm going to ruin the, they, they want a public spectacle. I'm going to give them one. <laughs> so we were running around like chickens with our heads cut off. Ultimately, instead of being, he did like a, a real quick, like apology and a speech. I did get them to settle. Cause I, I like, man, I don't know what I said, man. I, I can't remember all the specifics, but I, I went and I had a meeting with the judge. I had a meeting with them. I basically ripped into them for like the time prep and everything else. Like I, I was a total dick bag, but I got them to settle for him saying like a public apology. And his apology was like, yeah, I guess I didn't write something down on one of my finance papers. And uh, I'm sorry about that. I kind of messed that up. But anyway, and like that, that was the extent of what he had to do. Whereas they wanted to like ruin his entire thing. But uh, God, I was full of fuck you energy that entire week. It's probably good I didn't end up in the legal field because I would have been a total dick bag. Might still be a dick bag, but I would have been even more of one then. Did you like just hit puberty that week? <laughs> you just like your <laughs> testosterone was surging. <laughs> no, I hit it pretty early. I, I, I had to like, I don't, I don't know what was going on that week. <laughs> I think it was just a matter of like being tossed into a place with a bunch of people that like wanted to go into a similar field and like knowing that I had aspirations to like maybe be a judge one day and stuff. I was like, well, I need to be better than all of these guys yeah. and I will be. And I, I don't know that competitive fiery spirit. And then the, the one, I don't know. It just set me off. And that entire week, I just lived on fuck you energy and it felt so good. That is fantastic. Uh, you accrued more points in that one story than you've accrued uh, in your entire career on Distractable. I think the fuck you energy from losing uh, points early on really carried you through. Yeah, it really lit a fire under my asshole. And now I'm ready to destroy all of you. You're at plus four points. So I'm very impressed. You climbed Coming for you, Baltimore. Wow. Okay. All right. He didn't do anything. Okay. Calm down. He's winning. That's enough. <laughs> you think you could ever be the host, Baltimore? Not here. Not now. Fuck your dreams. Fuck your nightmares. <laughs> I can still see the dude's face. I feel so bad. Yeah. But I also don't because I, I have like a taste of blood in my mouth. I just want to <laughs> Oh, my. Oh, God. It's reignited. My fiery spirit is back, boys. All right. Uh, well, I'm going to turn this quickly over to Bob. Uh, Bob, uh, your story was, oh, yeah. How about this? Yeah. So what is this? Uh, before I get to my story, I just have a question, I guess. Yeah. Uh, just curiosity. You were talking about Wade, how it felt so good. You felt like vindicated. Is it supposed to feel good? Because I don't like when this happens to me. Not if you have a soul. Yeah, it doesn't have to. Okay. There's no reason it must. Yeah, it depends on the level of like fire, yeah. I imagine. Fuck like... you energy can also spiral into destruction. Right. <laughs> like there's okay. no guarantee of success. Okay. Because I've never, in the moment, maybe when you're doing it, you're like, yeah. Oh. As soon as that passes, I have never felt good about thoughts I've had or things I've done. Not that I've ever done anything horrific, but just like, it's not really how I want to be as a person. Makes me feel bad about myself, I guess. But I do it. Mm -hmm. I get the fucking energy. But I was just curious. I guess I do too. It's why I avoid competitive things anymore because like it feels good when you win but also like you look back and you're like man that's kind of a bit of a monster there <laughs> yeah 
Anyway, my story. It reaches all the way back to high school. So we've talked about this before, I in different contexts, but basically when I started high school, my goal was to play college football. Uh, that quickly was dashed. I had a couple concussions and then I hurt my shoulder and like it was nothing super serious, but it was enough where I was like questioning whether I wanted to stick with it. And I ultimately quit football, but being a football player, I was also in band and I really liked band, but being a football player, I never did marching band. So the first couple of years of high school, I, I just sat out marching band and then played in the concert bands once football season was over. But so I quit football. I wanted to still do band, but now I had to jump into the marching band. So my junior year, I jumped into marching band and I was like the new idiot. You know, I was like a new kid. I didn't know how it worked. I didn't know any of the techniques or the terms or whatever. I didn't know any of it. And so I had to basically jump in and be like an older, you know, an upperclassman in the section, but also be a complete idiot. Uh, but I went from that my junior year to my senior year being head of my section, which was, I played tuba, so it was the sousaphone section. So I had one year of experience and now I was head of the section, uh -huh. which is not like an unbelievable responsibility. Uh, it's still big. But you're in charge. You know, you're responsible to make sure you're everyone in your group, which we had, I think there was 13 of us or 14 of us in my line, in my section. You know, so I had to keep everyone on task. I had to make sure people were learning their music and their uh, and their positions and their had their flashcards with them so they could check their spots and stuff. I was responsible for some stuff. Yeah. Um, and there was another guy who was in my class who was a senior who had been in marching band through all three of the previous years. And he, he did not want to be section head. At least I don't think he did. We never really talked about it a lot. But when they were going to give it to me, I was kind of like, oh, but he's been here. Like he has seniority. Are you sure? And they were like, he doesn't want this. You can do this. This is fine. And he wasn't mad about it. So I assumed that that's what happened. But so I'm section head. It's my senior year. I'm still pretty new at this. I think I'm doing an okay job. If you don't know anything about marching band or band in general, the tuba section is one of the sections that fucks around a lot. Um, people who play tuba usually are doing it because they don't want to play an instrument that's loud and in the front that you would hear a lot, where if you make big mistakes, it's obvious and it like ruins it. If you make a mistake on tuba, especially if you're playing quietly or if you don't, you know, some of them didn't play at all sometimes, no one will notice. The tubas will just kind of be quiet. And so it was, you know, only a handful of us in the section really tried hard, learned the music, played loud to try and, you know, support the band and do our part. And a lot of the section just kind of was there for fun and screwed around and they were cool. We had a good time, but not the most focused, serious group of individuals. And I feel like I did my best. I was pretty like thinking back, I was chill, but I was a good leader. I kept people, you know, on task. I feel like I did a good job. We're in the middle of the marching band season and during the season every day after school you have like a practice it's like a sports team right for a couple hours after school you have like marching practice where you're drilling different parts of the show and practicing music or whatever you're just practicing things that you need to improve on as a group and we're doing something that's kind of a difficult thing a difficult move where it's kind of a it's hard to do complex shapes like if you're thinking about marching band is essentially standing in line with people right mm -hmm. and playing an instrument and sort of walking around to tell if you're in a straight line with a bunch of other people is not so hard. You can look forward and see or look left and right and kind of see like, yeah, that looks like a straight line. If you're trying to make a curve or any sort of complex shape or shapes that are moving, because a lot of marching, more advanced marching things, you know, it's like, oh, that's a star. Oh, that's, they're a flag. Like there's all these, you know, shapes that you do on the field. That's the whole thing of it. Those are harder to do. 
and we're practicing something that's really difficult and my section is having a bad time we have some underclassmen who are not doing very well but like i'm not screwing around the leaders in our section are all trying to help you know pointing and and get you know trying to keep everything together we're not like standing there ignoring what we're supposed to do we're not screwing around but it's not going very well we keep having to rehearse the same thing over and over and over and eventually the band director who I will say was not particularly popular because we had one band director my freshman and sophomore year and he retired. He had been the band director for like 35 years. And then we had this new guy and he came in and did everything his own way. And, and you know, nobody likes that. That guy always is kind of disliked. You took his job, so, right? <laughs> I mean, kind of. Like, he's just a new guy. He's yes. changing. He changed things, you know? He, new guy, stops the whole band rehearsal, like a couple hundred kids all in the field and all the band directors and everyone stops it all and on the megaphone because you can't you know you don't want to scream the whole time so there's a big set of megaphones there's like two at the front aimed out at the band gets his thing out and is like tubas you have got to be the worst section in this band bob what are you doing i should make someone else section head you are absolutely wasting our time and it's your fault. Get it together. And like, he didn't swear anything, but he stops this whole production to specifically say basically to me, you fucking suck, which I didn't. Okay. Mm. I was the best musician in the section. I went to school for music. That doesn't mean a lot because I'm not like an outstanding musician or anything, but I was good enough that I actually auditioned and got into several schools as a musician. And like, I got to say the way you said, I didn't. Okay. The way you said, okay. I felt the fuck you dripping off. I love it. Yeah. No, I, I don't understand. I still don't understand what he thought was going to happen. He was not a well-liked person because he was new and he's changing stuff and doing, trying things. And that's what you do, but he wasn't, he's not like an asshole. He's not like a bad person. But he did this, and this has forever soured my opinion of him and my opinion of my experience in marching band. And it's something that I think back on to this day, because every time, especially when I was in music school and like I was in a band and we had some really, you know, we released a CD, we we won some awards in the Cincinnati area. But anytime I do anything and I succeed at it, there's inevitably a moment where my brain is like, yeah, we're the worst section in the band. Well, how about that then? I just, what? Well, I graduated from law school, huh? Am I still the worst? And like, I never said anything. I didn't invite him to my, I didn't, he might've been invited to my graduation party. I don't even remember, but like, we're not buddies. I don't know. But everything that happens and especially every musical thing I've ever accomplished or been a part of, I just have that moment of like, oh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, how about this? <laughs> And it's like, I'm not that kind of person. I don't even hold on to anything else from high school that I can remember. But that moment burned into my soul a forever memory of wanting to just tell him to go fuck himself. And it's not gone away yet. And that was almost 30 years ago. Oh, that's not true. I'm almost not that 30 old. years ago. Wow. Almost 20, <laughs> 20 years ago. That's how math works. Almost 20 years ago. Uh, I guess he's listening right now, Bob. You know, he is. Mm -hmm. But like, what the fuck? What the fuck is that? What's the do? Stop the whole thing in front of a couple hundred students, all my friends and, and classmates, just to be like, hey, you suck. All right, go do it again. I have no idea what that's about. There's just something in people who are in positions of leadership that feel like they need to 
express their frustration and it not going how they imagine it's going as finding someone to blame. And it's like, that's such an instinct for certain people. As soon as they get into a position of power or even in their general life, they're like, I need to blame someone for my issues. And if I'm in charge of all this, then all of this is my issue. So like, but I don't understand how they don't see the repercussions of that. But did that fuck you energy turn out positively? Can you see any correlation of where that, that finger pointing that was pointed at you kind of led you to do different things down the road? Honestly, if anything, it demotivated me to perform in the program, in the band. Mm. Because at, at the time, I was doing my best, right? I set this whole stage of, I was pretty, I was relatively inexperienced. I only had one year before I was in charge of the whole section. Mm. I was doing my best, but I was, I would have done a much better job if I'd been in marching band all four years and had all, you know, learned and seen other people who were good at it, be a section head, all that sort of stuff. So I understand, I appreciate that, like, there may have been someone else who could have done a better job, not in our section. I was probably still the best option within the tuba section, given what was going on. Mm. But that I really tried and I did my best and used my friends who knew what they were doing to, to help and learn what I should do. And then at that, that happened right in the middle of the season. And from that point on, I was kind of like, oh, fuck you. Like, why would I? You, clearly, that's how you feel about it. Why would I give you any extra effort? Doesn't matter. Yeah, I think that is still valid as fuck you energy because it's just channeled in a different way. It's like you you like doing something uh, it, it, and you get that that sudden accusation to Costman of your work and effort. And you're like, but fuck you. I'm not going to do it anymore. That's, that's a different way. Um, it has certainly driven me in other things, I guess, to try just, you know, to, to succeed and then to have that feeling of like, yeah, how about that? huh? <laughs> but in the context of that that marching band sees it it completely turned me off and i was like yeah. then that i'm done mm -hmm. yeah i suck so i'm done yeah well i mean that's actually exactly how i was in my story at the beginning of this is because i i got that like but i was really upset because i made a post trying to help people so i stopped trying to make posts to help people and i was like well fine fuck you if you don't want my help i'm not gonna give it anymore and then i never did ever again i would answer questions on my own channel about like how to get started and stuff like that and my answers today would be very different um but at the same time like i just didn't participate anymore because it's like well, fuck you you're not worth my time <laughs> Like, why would I waste it on you? So I think that's perfectly valid. And I will give you four points for the entire story. All right. All right. This episode is brought to you by Accounting Plus. Here's a story that's 100% true. And it's about how accounting is a great choice of career. Here's the facts. With accounting, you'll have flexibility, great pay, and the kind of lifestyle you've always dreamed of. It's a lifestyle that's less math and spreadsheets and more traveling, personal and professional growth, and making a positive impact on your family and community. Want to start an exciting new chapter? Accounting Plus provides free resources that will help guide you to a successful career in accounting and personal freedom. Do more. Live more. Visit joinaccountingplus.com. This episode is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Everyone loves Mint Mobile and it's time for more Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. If you say a word too much, it doesn't sound like a word anymore. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile, Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile. Did you know Mint Mobile has unlimited talk and text? Everyone knows Mint Mobile has unlimited talk, text, and data plans for $15 a month when you buy a three-month plan. 
Everyone knows it. Everyone knows you can save with Mint Mobile. M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash distractible. Use distractible. Use the slash distractible. To get this new customer offer, go to mintmobile.com slash distractible. That's M-I-N-T-M-O-B-I-L-E dot com slash D-I-S-T-R-A-C-T-I-B-L-E. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month for the first three months only. Speed slower than 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details! Wade, the floor is yours if you have any more uh, dreams and nightmares that you want to destroy out of people. <laughs> well, I've got one more, but I, I, I think it's, yeah, it still counts. I was playing basketball. I played basketball for 13 years, and I actually hit puberty really early because I was almost fully grown by like freshman year. I was like six feet tall, or, or I was over six foot tall by the end of, I think, middle school or early junior high. And I was used to being taller than everybody. And so in basketball games, I was always the center. I always did the jump ball and I always won the jump ball. Mm -hmm. Never lost the jump ball. That was like something I was very proud of. Doesn't really mean that much. It's just the you know starting point of the game. Someone gets the ball first, whatever. The other team gets it first at halftime. Who really cares? But for the people jumping, I guess, or at least for me, it was like, no, this is the time for me to assert like, I'm gonna out jump you. I'm going to just, just sit back. And we were doing, this wasn't even an actual full game. This was a scrimmage. And at the time I didn't wear contacts. I didn't get contacts till freshman year. So this had to be junior high. So I was wearing glasses. I can't remember if I had the Afro again or not. Probably did. You know, for the sake of if this ever gets animated, I'll say I had the Afro. That was funny. <laughs> and we were doing this scrimmage against another team. And this dude comes up to do the jump ball against me. And he's actually about my height. Normally I'm a lot taller than everybody. This guy is pretty close to my height. Maybe taller, maybe short. I can't remember at this point, but we were pretty close. And the ref comes up or one of our coaches, I think. We didn't have real refs. I think it was just our coaches refing the game because it was just a set of scrimmage. Coach comes up, throws the ball up. We go to do the jump ball. He and I jump. And we both hit the ball like simultaneously. And the ball doesn't go flying any particular direction. It goes straight down. And for those of you who don't know, whoever wins the jump ball, whoever tips it, I don't think can be the first, it's been a long time, but I don't, I don't think that person can be the next person to touch the ball. So he and I both hit it simultaneously. The ball goes down toward the center of court. And then he and I almost try to get away from it to let our team come in and grab it. And this like scrum occurs of not people like throwing fists or anything, but just everyone madly trying to get into where the ball is. Uh -huh. And right off the bat, my glasses get broken. It like one of the lenses just breaks on my face and like cuts my cheek. And like the, it's just, my glasses are destroyed. And I'm basically legally blind without my glasses. So now I've got to go the rest of the scrimmage, either sitting out or playing without my glasses. But I get pissed. This dude just tied the jump ball with me. Oh, I was so mad at that. I wasn't mad about my glasses. The glasses were just like, okay, yeah, now we're, that, that was just an adrenaline syringe was the glasses breaking. But him tying the jump ball with me pissed me off royally. Mm. And the, the tone was set on the jump ball. This is going to be a very physical scrimmage. So I don't know who started being physical first, but down inside the paint, basketball is known to get physical because the refs can't see everything that's going on in this case our coaches so trying to get positioning he and i would both like kind of throw our weight into each other so it started off with like okay i need to get in front of you so you kind of like throw your hip a little bit to get the position that you want throw your arms up other dudes fighting back you kind of start hand fighting elbow fighting by the midpoint of the first quarter of the scrimmage he and i were not just like lightly throwing hips it was like full force elbows into the side for positioning it was run across the court throw your hip as hard as you can hoping that the dude goes flying across the floor like it got violently physical and every time that like he would hit me i was like the next one i'm gonna do on you is gonna be even harder 
and we beat the shit out of each other. Never, the coaches never saw a thing. Nothing was ever called. Nothing was ever slowed down because we were very smart about it. And like I said, we were down in the paint where no one could really see what was going on. But I, I think he and I both had equal fuck you energy where it was just like one of us, like the hip check would happen. And it's like, instead of showing pain, you would just throw the hip right back. We were on so much adrenaline. I remember getting home from the scrimmage and like I had these cuts on my face from my glasses. I remember getting into the shower and looking at my body and like bruises were already forming all over from how physical we were in this stupid scrimmage that didn't even count. I think that's beautiful because what you did was you illustrated a perfect like cesspool of fuck you energy, which I think the more I learn about sports from Tyler, the more I think I realize that that's all sports really comes down to be. It's just a bunch of people in a bowl shaped stadium with fuck you energy. They're just trying to glare each other down, see who's going to back down first. That's kind of like the human experience of sports distilled there. So. It really is. My best performances always came down to when I was the most pissed off and wanted to prove something. I remember I got a concussion in a game. Um, I didn't find out till after the game. Uh, and the coach had taken me out because I was a little out of it. But I also, I fractured a bone in my wrist. Basically, this dude, I went for a rebound and he had some muscular arms. His arm came into contact with the bottom of my chin. And in midair, I got flipped up, fell down all the way, landed on my wrist and my head at the same time. And I was out for like a quarter. I should have been out the entire game and gone to the hospital. But instead, once I got oxygen back in my lungs, I was just pissed off. And I was like, <laughs> and the game ended up going to overtime. And I was like, coach, put me in. I couldn't use, I'm right-handed. I couldn't use my right hand because my wrist was fractured. It was just like, I, I could not use it. So I was dribbling left-handed. And again, probably throwing hips and elbows that I should have. I want to say, I'm not normally a person who throws hips and elbows in games. Mm -hmm. There's three games I can recall where I just got so pissed off that the other dude and I went off on throwing hips and elbows into each other yeah three times ever but they were all the ultimate fuck you energy games where i scored the most points and probably had the most blocks assists so on and so forth i i, I love that i was gonna give you four points for the story but i have to give you a bonus two for the next quote that you've given me which is as soon as there was oxygen back in my lungs i was pissed off which is just like a great sentence i <laughs> love that so you get four points for the story of the two points for that quote <laughs> I remember landing on the court and I think my back must have hit the same time as my head and my wrist mm -hmm. because I remember like I couldn't breathe. Like I, I thought I'd cracked my skull. I was like, I'm dying. This is how I'm dying. Like I, I thought that. And uh, my friend came over and like joked and went to give me CPR, but he actually fucked me over. He <laughs> kept pushing the oxygen. I was trying to get my lungs back out. <laughs> but I remember getting to the sideline, like two people had to help me to the sideline. I remember like I couldn't feel my right hand, my head, like everything was pounding. Like thing, I was dizzy. I felt nauseous. It was awful. But I remember I remember like I finally like kind of came to after like a quarter and I was looking out there and like the score was really close and I just started boiling. I, I was so angry because the other dude was like scoring points and getting rebounds because there was no one else out there that could really that was as tall as I was to guard him. And I saw him like doing well after knocking me to the ground. And like I was just like, no, 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 not today. <laughs> nope, I'm going back in. You're not beating. You're not going to get that rebound. Knock me on my ass and then beat me. You're not going to get the try fucking Fecta. Oh, man, I love the trying to do CPR accidentally shattering a rib. Thankfully not. But whenever you get the wind knocked out of you, the last thing you need is someone pushing on your chest, keeping more oxygen from getting in. I don't know why, but it reminds me of this time. Um, I was running around track and field. This was in high school, I think like sophomore year. And there was a friend of mine who was around the track. Uh, and I went to go like jump and knock his hat off his head. Like I was just going to like run up. A, uh, he was looking at me. I was going to like tip his hat off his head. And I ended up stabbing him right in the eye with my finger. Oh, God. <laughs> just, like, I don't know how I missed that badly. You know, just I was going to 
oink. And then it was one of those things where he got mad, obviously. And I was so sorry. I was like, dude, it's an accident. I'm sorry. And he punches me right in the, the spot where it knocks the wind out of you. And it knocked the wind out of me, but I was too apologetic to fall down. I was just like, I'm sorry. I just, good punch, good punch, man. We're even, it's fair. You want to punch again? So just like I felt so terrible. But anyway, that was a great story. All right. Bob, we have opportunity for one more addition to this story of conversation. I have, I was thinking about this while Wade was talking and it started to get me worked up. Good. Um, because it's a thing, this is a thing that happens daily and it happens more where I live. I mean, just in general, it happens more in California than it has anywhere else I've lived. But something that will give me instant fuck you energy mm. and you take it from like zero to a hundred in one moment is the fucking when people are dri when you're driving right yes. you're driving on a road and there's multiple lines every other person that drives a car in california that i've ever driven on the road at the same time with them has this mentality of like oh is this car in front of me stopped or even slowing down even the slightest bit what an asshole i'll just go around mm -hmm. And people do this too in the fucking grocery store, in any situation where you're not queued up and there are like ropes or bars keeping you in line. What is wrong with people? And no turn signals. Any situation where they're just like, oh, I'll just go around. There can't be a reason this car stopped in front of me. Oh. It's not like there's a pedestrian in the crosswalk <laughs> or this is an exit ramp where 80 fucking other people are also trying to get off the highway. I'll just go around and then try and cut right back in front and be like, oh no, I didn't want to, oh, let me in. No, I'm not gonna let you in. What the fuck did you think would happen? <laughs> it makes me so mad. And it happens everywhere in California. It happens sometimes. Like in the rest of my life, I lived in Ohio. I lived in North Carolina for a while. It happens sometimes. Like you'll be somewhere and someone will do that. And, I, and it's like, whoa, the audacity. <laughs> oh. But in every moment in California, that shit happens. Yeah. And it's a thing where it's like, if you're in, if you're at a, a right turn lane, right? And there's like a pedestrian or something. So there's a line of cars waiting to turn right. One guy will be like, oh, I'll just go around. Oh shit, there's a pedestrian. And then they'll stop in like the next lane. And then the next guy behind them will be like, I'll just go around, go around. <laughs> oh shit, there's a pedestrian. And you get this thing where there's like a dozen cars across all four lanes and everyone is like, ah, oh, there's a pedestrian, damn it. And the next guy is always just like, oh, just go around, go around, go around, around, around. Like, why do you think we're waiting? <laughs> and humans that do this in grocery stores with, with carts, if you're uh, in most situations in the grocery store that we frequent the aisles are approximately two grocery carts wide right so you can have one lane of traffic in each direction in an aisle in the grocery store which is normal and happens and if you slow down if you look at something and there's a person behind you if i even like look at my phone because i'm like oh what was on the list oh what do i need oh yogurt okay the person behind you is like, oh, slow down. I'll just go around. But then if there's someone coming the other way, they don't like back off from that. They're like, you guys better make room. I'm the one who's going around. I have the right of way. I, I've i never done anything. I've never really even said anything. But anytime that happens in any context, I immediately go all the way to like, if I could run you off the road and know that you weren't going to be injured, I would do that. <laughs> or if like, if it's on the highway and someone does that and I have the opportunity to like go around them and get back in front, fucking better believe I'm gonna do that. I'll just go around. That's what we do. Anyway. Whew. That is a that is a fantastic story. I would give you full points, but it's not quite a fuck you energy thing, but it's still a great fuck you story. So I'll give you a three points instead of four. Very close. That's fair. Right. 
That's fair. That's fair. All right. And with that, like I could go all day. I think we could do another round of this topic because I have plenty of fuck you energy stories that I would love to tell. If one of you guys would like to host a part two to this, I would love to hear it. Uh, and I have to uh, deduct from Baltimore a whopping 45 points because he dared to have a cooler voice than me. Unbelievable. And that's my role. That's my thing. And I won't tolerate it. Get him. Get him. So fuck you for having such an incredible voice. Voldemort. 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 Destroyed. Yeah. So he's now at five points after all that. So. The boy who narrates come to lose. Yes. <laughs> that's a great impression. All right. I wish I could do that. Yes. Yes. I love the guy. I finally saw him like on a video call recently. So I was just like, I was actually met him because this whole time I hadn't actually had a conversation with him. So really good to actually catch up with him. He's a fantastic dude. Everyone should go to subscribe to his YouTube channel. It is Baltimore. He tells great Warhammer 40k stories and lore videos. Really good stuff. I don't even like Warhammer, but his videos are very interesting. They really are. Really. I can't wait, wait until he like writes something of his own. I think he's got it in him to do it. So eager for that. But points we're tallying it up so bob you had two points initially four points for your story uh two points i think was just for being charming mm. and then three points for your follow-up traffic story uh for a total of nine points all right that doesn't sound like enough <laughs> <laughs> wait you tanked i was at negative 10 at one point bob i don't know wait you tanked in the beginning it was negative five it was negative two negative five negative two negative one <sighs> right out of the gate you were down 10 points straight off the bat which is very impressive to do <laughs> so let's see if you managed to climb back out. So uh, I gave you five points for the first great quote, two points for making me laugh, two points for making me laugh, two points for the other great quote, uh, five points for the story, because I loved it so much, and then four points for the second story, which brings your total to 10 points to Bob's nine. Mm. It is was a very close run. Wait, I, I think you get the record for most points lost and climbed back to a win. Well, you really gave me that fuck you energy when you kept taking him away from me at the start, Mark, so I had no choice but to come back to dominate. I think I <laughs> Just like everyone else who stood in my way in life, I found a way to crush their skull with my feet on my way to the top, so thank you. Oh, that seems unfair. Uh, I have dreams and nightmares. Come on. <laughs> oh, I'll be a nightmare for you. <laughs> Yeah, okay, shit. Do you want a speech? I don't know how I feel about myself after reliving all of these uh, <laughs> moments and actually admitting uh, the feelings I had and my motivation for success, but I succeeded nonetheless. It's good to be back. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the points, Wade, but you're way behind anyway, so I'll, I'll let you have this one. It's fine. I'll take it. All right. I have tried to retire from my fuck you energy over the years, but every now and then it feels good to inject it back into my veins. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to go play some PUBG after this. <laughs> I will give you an opportunity to uh, give some people at home advice about if they feel wronged, what they should do in response to things like that. Channel it. Don't don't take it out on them. Don't like be an asshole to them or whatever. Don't don't let them become the focus of it. Use it to motivate yourself and better yourself. That's what I've done. There have been a lot of times in life. Uh, another quick example. I remember getting a C plus on my first paper in like uh, AP English senior year, and I was just like, "Fuck you." I'm going to do this last minute and I'm going to do even better than I did on this one. And I ended up getting an A in the class. I got like a perfect score on the AP test at the end of the year. You take it, you channel it, and you use it to better yourself. Funnel it. Fuel yourself. Become the best you you can be. And then whenever they're looking at your success and feeling jealous, that's when you know you've dominated them and you've broken their will. Mm. And you can feast on it. Mm. Chilling. Chilling. Chilling to the bone. Mm. 
Chilling to the soul. Bob, how about you? What what should people at home do with their uh, pent-up aggression? Uh... I have found that it's really unhealthy for me to lean too far into the fuck you energy. What do you mean? So just, just be careful because it really raises my blood pressure. I can feel my heartbeat in my head, which seems bad. Uh, you know, maybe, maybe go for a walk. Maybe let it go. Maybe, maybe just, you know, just be, be the bigger person. That's what I would say. Hmm. That's actually sound advice and one that I subscribe more to. Uh, so I'm gonna Play give some sports. I'm gonna give Bob the win on the advice to the people. All right. However, the overall win to the episode goes to Wade. So congratulations, Wade, and congratulations, Bob. We're all winners here. <laughs> we did it. We did it. Play some sports. Bleed a little. Just make sure the competition's bleeding more. Yeah. We can only bleed a little. No. 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 No, no, no. All right. Well, thank you, everybody no, at home, for listening. We have a YouTube channel where we're going to be doing our uh, live little preamble shows, possibly, maybe. Uh, this is all really up in the air using tech we've never really dabbled with before, so it may come crashing down around us. Uh, we shall see, but you'll be there to watch us crash. I Maybe. We'll see. Uh, go to the YouTube channel for that. Thank you for listening. Uh, subscribe wherever you're listening to this, too, so you can get notified of new episodes in the future every Monday. If you're on Spotify, like, I think, or whatever you know the button who knows press that button you can find bob over on my skirm online you can find wade at lord minion 777 or sminion 777 you can find me mark minion 777 sminion 777 the old sminion the old sminion <laughs> and, and uh thank you so much for listening podcast oh wait no before that uh subreddit go chuck your favorite fuck you energy stories we'd love to hear it Merch. Thank you. Oh, and merch. We have merch. Many things. Go look on the internet for these various things. Thank you. Podcast out. My bad person. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. <laughs> yeah. No question. No question. No yeah. question. I feel like one after that episode, I feel dirty. <laughs> yep. <laughs>